Today is Thursday, April the 22nd. I am your host, Casey Phoenix, and this is my daily thought. I hope everyone is doing okay today. I am, well, yeah, I'm here. I'm happy I'm here. I'm happy you're here. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about where I want to start this at. But before I go any further, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Bullhorn, Overcast, and several other podcasting platforms. Listen to whatever works best for you. And the show is in the process of being added to another podcasting platform, a very large one. And I will make that official announcement once I get the okay to. So yeah, um, K-I-R-W-K-C on all the social media platforms. So feel free to follow on Twitter or like the page on Facebook or follow on Instagram and so on and so forth. Okay, daily thought. I was thinking about it. I was like, what do I want to talk about? And I had an idea, but then I changed it at the last minute. For those who may not know, if you're new to the podcast, I'm a huge fan of the TV series, The Golden Girls. It is my favorite comedy series of all, it's my, Golden Girls is my favorite sitcom of all, all time. Married with Children is a very close second. Roseanne is probably... Um, neck and neck with married with children. So yeah, but as for if I if I were forced to pick a favorite sitcom, it would be Golden Girls. It is the best of all time. So I was watching an old acceptance speech with Rue McClanahan, who plays Blanche on The Golden Girls. And she had won an Emmy. She had won her first Emmy, actually. And she was talking about how when she entered, first entered the industry. And mind you, before the Golden Girls, she had already been on TV for a while. All of them had, except really Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty was one of those where her fame came late in life. And I actually did a daily thought about that. I, I forgot what the title of it is, but you can go through and, and find it about how some people find fame late where they don't find fame or success or what they consider success until their, you know, their 40s or their 50s. Estelle Getty didn't really get her, I guess, what people consider success, fame until her 50s, her late 40s or early 50s, I think it was. And, but the other girls, Rue McClanahan, B. Arthur, and Betty White, they had already been on TV. Well, with Rue McClanahan, when she first started out, she was attempting to, of course, become an actress and to do what she wanted to do, act, perform. And she said she was told by someone that she was not an attractive person and 
in the industry, told by someone in the industry when she auditioned. She was told she wasn't an attractive person and that she would not make it in the industry, that people would not want to see her on television. And she went home to her mother and cried. And you can check out the acceptance speech because like I said, that Emmy was the first Emmy that she won. So after just go on YouTube sometime and put in Rue McClanahan Emmy speech, and I'm sure you'll see it. But she went home crying to her, you know, she cried to her mother about it, what she was told. And her mother said to her, don't worry about it. Stop crying. A kick is just a boost. When someone kicks you, they're just giving you a boost is what they're doing. In other words, you know, if someone kicks you, they're knocking you up instead of, you know, kicking you down. And Rue McClanahan was saying she received a lot of kicks <laughs> throughout her career. And she was jokingly saying that it, she would, she, she said, I'm not going to call out the names of the people who kicked me. <laughs> but um, she said, but she will put it in, in her book. But her point was that she had found success. She found her success. And I'm not necessarily talking about this on a success level. And, and the main thing I'm talking about is, which is the title, rejection. I'm talking about that if you're rejected, it's not a huge thing. It, whether it's in your professional life, if you didn't get a job, which I've talked about this before. There's this thing called divine timing, divine intervention, um, protection as well, where, you know, those saying not everything that glitters is gold. You may think that something is wonderful, but behind the scenes is is totally different from what you're seeing on the outside. And whether it's rejection where you ask someone out and you can be persistent. There are some people who, you know, you turn them down and they'll keep on asking and asking and asking and asking. I, I told you the story about Grant Cardone, who who's a very wealthy man. Uh, he deals in real estate and his now wife, but then the person he was interested in, she turned him down for two years. Every time he would keep, because he had it in his mind that that was the woman for him. And every time he would ask her out, she would say no. Rejection. <laughs> but he didn't stop. He kept on asking. Better him than me. And it all worked out. But with rejection brings experience. With rejection brings new opportunities if you choose to take them. And it's not the end of the world when you're rejected. 
one of my god sisters who who was a model and she did runway she's been in magazines she she's done all types of stuff when she was in new york looking for an agency to sign her and and going to all these agencies so many people told her no and in the thing in modeling which when i used to do it too at least back then, the thing that you would always hear would be one or the other. Either you're too editorial or you're too commercial. So you go to one agency, they're like, oh no, we can't take you. You're too commercial. And then you go to another agency that leans towards commercial. And then they're like, oh no, we can't take you. You're too editorial. (laughs) And you're going from agency to agency to agency to agency. You're trying to get signed. And even, and some people don't know this too. Some people think just because you're signed to a modeling agency, whether you're signed to Ford, Wilhelmina, Elite, or or what have you, company, so on and so forth, that you're automatic that you will automatically start working. There are so many models, or at least there were when um I was doing stuff in the industry. There were so many models who just had comp cards. And for those who don't know, comp cards, it's like a photo of you. You have like your main photo and then you have some other photos from your photo shoots. Usually you'll, um, sometimes you'll have your portfolio with you. This is back in the day. Obviously things are more electronic. Now I can't imagine many people just carrying a portfolio around with them, maybe on a digital Um, type of iPad or something. But usually in your portfolio, if you haven't done any work where you can pull tear sheets, which are the actual, the actual work that you've done, like my god sister, because she appeared in magazines, she had tear sheets that she could put in her portfolio and, and do that. But you do all of this stuff, all of this running around, so on and so forth. If you had a comp card, if you had a portfolio, It didn't mean that you were working. (laughs) You could have had all of that stuff. You could have spent all the money because photo shoots could cost, you know, anywhere from $150 to $500, depending on what photographer you're working with, just to build up your portfolio, just to get someone to look at you. There are some situations where, yeah, you can go ahead and take a regular back then Polaroid and, and what have you, and they might be able to make a decision. But Usually they want to see some type of portfolio to see how, um, I don't want to say diverse. There's another word I'm looking for besides diverse. How um, not fluid. It's all in that same line, though. There's a word, universe, what is that word? Uh, Not diverse, not fluid, not flexible, It's a specific word (laughs) for, um, you know what? I will say how much of a variety that you can offer. There's a word that I'm I'm thinking of. And I know those who are listening, you're probably screaming the word like it's this, it's this, it's this. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So, and that's what the portfolio portfolio is for to see because you can have 
some people who can give you editorial and some people can give you they can give you editorial or they can give you how um it was on the tip of my tongue i was about to say it and then it went away just like that <laughs> versatile that's it <laughs> okay i can't but there okay there's a there's a joke in that <laughs> The LGBT community will get it. <laughs> but yeah, to see how versatile you are. Because <laughs> some people, they could be editorial and commercial. But they won't be able to see that unless they see a portfolio of shots showing all of that. But you could have all of these lovely pictures and not have any work. And you're signed with an agency. But I digress. For a lot of people, they're just trying to get signed with an agency and they keep on hearing no 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 i'm pretty sure with tyra banks i forgot um i believe it was when she had her show she was talking about she wasn't signed by the first agency that she applied to it was like an ongoing thing where they were always telling her no and then eventually an agency signed her there was all of that rejection and it, it happened the way it was supposed to happen. It didn't hurt her. It helped her. It got her to the right place. Now, when it comes to rejection, you can stay down or you can keep going. And as I've always said in previous podcasts, that's why you keep going. That way you can get whatever it is meant for you to have and not get hung up on, oh, well, they didn't want me. Oh, something must be wrong with me. There isn't anything wrong with you when it comes to rejection. Rejection is still a subjective thing. Believe it or not, even and I'll I'll phrase it to you like this. If someone looks at your resume for a job and they're they're just like, you know what? I don't think that you're the fit for this company. That doesn't mean it's true. It's, it's subjective. It's what they believe it is. They believe you're not the fit. It, it doesn't have anything to do with you. You didn't get the job because that's what they believe. You could probably, if someone else would have interviewed you and hired you, you might have been the best employee at the company. But the person who interviewed you at the time, they came to the conclusion, oh, I don't think you're a fit for the company. Okay, fine. But that isn't something that you let get you down. That isn't something that you let affect your self-esteem. If you ask someone out on a date and they're like, oh, I'm not interested. You're not my type. Okay. That has nothing to, to do with you. Again, it's subjective. It's what they believe at the time. But if they tell you no, do you just, are you just like, oh, you know what? I'm just not going to ask anyone else out on a date. 
Are you going to have that attitude? Or will you, if you see someone else that you're interested in later, you may ask them out. What if the person that you ask out has better qualities, whether internal or external, than the person that rejected you? And due to the rejection by the previous person, you don't have the courage to go and ask this person in front of you out. Because you're like, oh, they'll probably tell me no. First of all, you don't know unless you ask. Second of all, when someone says no, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Rejection has nothing to do with you. Now, I always add a caveat to everything. If it is, let's say, a sport and you suck at basketball, but you're trying out for the basketball team, you didn't make it. You're rejected. You might need to work on your basketball skill and do that. But again, that's still something of, it's still subjective, where the person who was evaluating you, they felt your skill wasn't there. But also you have to know how to evaluate yourself too and know, okay, could I be better at basketball? Were these photos in my portfolio the best they could be? Or should I switch it up Switch it up a little bit? Am I giving too much of one look? Is my portfolio versatile enough to show, to show my looks? Um, is my resume showing my key qualities? To make, is, is my resume helping my key qualities stand out? Did I approach the person the best way when I asked him or her out? Was I too loud? Or was I too shy? Or was my breath okay? You know, previous episode for those who don't know. <laughs> All of these things. You, you have to do, you have to be able to do a self-evaluation too. A self-audit of sorts. And do that. However, it is still subjective and them saying no has nothing to do with you. Because you don't know what someone's likes and dislikes are. You don't know what someone can and can't tolerate. You don't know what someone may or may not be looking for at the time. That is all in their world. Their world has nothing to do with your world. So when they reject you, that's in their world. It has nothing to do with you. That's why, and I'm not going to tell you don't take it personal. I hate that saying. Just for those who follow my podcast, you know I don't like apologies. Because like... (laughs) And then I don't like the saying, don't take it personal. I'm a person. How else am I supposed to take it? (laughs) So, yeah. So I'm not going to tell you that. 
What I will tell you is toss it to the side and keep it moving. Toss it to the side and keep it moving. On to the next is, is really the thing. On to the next. Thank you, next. I think that's Ariana Grande. I don't really listen to her like that. But yeah. So if you didn't get the job, if you didn't get the guy or you didn't get the girl or you didn't get approved for the car or the home or this or that, on to the next. On to the next. Don't stop. Just on to the next. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Again, caveat, don't forget to do self-evaluation. But your self-evaluation is exactly that, self-evaluation. It isn't an evaluation based off of everything else around you. This is an evaluation based off of information that you gather about yourself, information that you know about yourself. If you choose to do that, if you know that there isn't any need for self-evaluation, then fine. You know, some egos are bigger than others. And there's nothing wrong with a healthy ego. I don't care what anyone says. I, I like people who have healthy egos and have healthy self-esteem. But when it comes to rejection, on to the next. So yeah, but if you ever get a chance, I'm going to get going now. Check out the speech, Rue McClanahan, Emmy acceptance speech, when she won her Emmy. It was a really, really good speech. And that is my daily thought. Again, KIRWKC.com and also KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Thank you again to everyone who's been supporting the show. I sincerely appreciate it. I'm looking forward to preparing to do the May tarot card readings, which I will probably start hopefully next week because I need to rest. A lot of tarot card readers have been saying that that I've been coming across lately for my sign that um, they're like, cancer, you need to rest. (laughs) So uh, I'm doing my best to take that advice. Anyways, until next time, be blessed.